This is Meet the Movie Press. It's Friday, July the 13th. Joaquin's Joker movie is happening. Billy D is not my lover, but he is back as Lando. Downton Abbey, the movie, the movie no one asked for. And other things we don't need. Number 127, a new Robocop. Oh, good. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks, Meet the Movie Press. My name is Simon Thompson. This is Meet the Movie Press. It's Friday, July the 13th. Just to give you the heads up, there will be no show next week because my sweet ass and Scott's sweet ass are going to be at San Diego Comic Con. So just the bad news first. Okay, so much to get through. With me again this week are Dimitri and Scott. We both have sweet asses. I've been told that many, many times. Dimitri, who are you? Where can we find you? Uh, Hey, well, on Twitter, you can please support me at DMovies1701. And I am part of the Popcorn Talk Network's uh, we do Anatomy of a Movie every week. This week we're going to break down Ant-Man and Wasp and I believe the first Purge, which is a little bit too close to home. Yes, it yes. is. Uh, we will get to that later on. Absolutely. Scott, who are you? Where can we find so you? So my sweet ass can be found on sweet, Twitter. Sweet ass. Yep. Twitter and Instagram at the other Scott M. You can go to WeLiveEntertainment.com. I'm also on Black Tomatoes every Sunday, which is on Black Hollywood Live. And uh, obviously you're going to be at Comic-Con this week. I just yes. want to say, I mean, sometimes uh, people who watch this show or listen to this show, obviously if you watch it, you know what we look like. If you listen, you don't. Um, if you see us at Comic-Con, um, say hi. Do say hi. Um, and any feedback that you have, we would appreciate. We welcome that. It's always an open forum. It's good to meet people who listen to and watch the show. Always great. Uh, if you happen to be at the bar, um, we will accept beer. <laughs> Just <laughs> hey, saying. If, if you are at the bar, yeah. uh, this year they are going to be somewhere, someplace. They're going to be uh, sampling off the James T. Kirk bourbon. Ooh. Which I have two bottles in reserve, which are shipping. I have to wait until October. But people who go to Comic-Con will be able to sample some. Couldn't so. they just beam them down a bit quicker? Well, it would be. Oh. Just beam it down my throat? That'd yeah, be sure. sweet. There you um, go. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so do uh, if you do see us at Comic-Con this week, uh, do say Absolutely. hello. Um, it would be really good to meet any of you that are there. And we kind of think from the audience of this show... There might be a few people there might who be. watch the show. Just a few. There, which Just is great. Oh, My also, semi-sweet ass won't be there. You will not no, be here, but no. we will see your semi-sweet ass the week after. We it's only because I just had Taco Bell. That is true. No. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, so many things to get through this week. Let's talk about, first of all, the uh, it, it broke sort of early this week. The Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie is officially happening. Uh, it's a movie that a lot of people thought was kind of like, yeah, this is this is not a thing that's actually going to materialise. Um, but it is confirmed, and Joaquin's already... Um, been talking about it, which is quite good. Uh, surprised that it's happening, and have you seen Joaquin's reaction this week? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm actually down for this. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, me too. You know, does this mean that we don't need the Jared Leto movie? Is that what that means, or is that still happening? Because uh, like, I'm. I'm very confused. As far, as it's far like the Chucky talk. Like, there's like two right. different things. Like, why? Why is this happening? I'm so confused. As far as I know, that is also still in the works. No shit. As far as I'm, <laughs> no as far as I'm aware. Um, I, but yeah, I, no, it just seems to be wa- something wa- that they're playing with, these universes. This is a, you know, Joaquin Phoenix yeah. is an actor who really gets into the roles. Again, he's, he's a little meta and a little bit wacky. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, I've always appreciated him as an actor because I feel like he's taken on very different roles every time he plays a different character on yeah. the screen. He never plays the same thing twice. Um, and he's actually really freaking good in almost every movie that he's in. Yeah. Um, 
He had one, you know, earlier this year. You were you were never really here, which I think is criminally underrated. So far. a lot of people didn't see that movie. Yes, it was surprisingly difficult to find in theaters, which was a a big disappointment. And certainly here in LA, he did do a lot to promote it. He actually, when it was screening at the ArcLight. He spent an entire weekend introducing the film personally. Wacky has got better stuff to do than hang out at the Arclight. I love the Arclight, no offence. But he's got better stuff to do, and, you know, he's a busy guy, but he still took the time out to do that. I I just think... Yep, what was that, Anthony? No, it's okay. Yeah, I actually went to go see this movie in theatre in the Arclight, and he did do that. Like, I was there when he did that. I actually shook his hand because I was walking in as he was walking out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And then he cut his hand off. And then he was like, oh. No, 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 that, was, no. that was dark. No, no. Um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, there was, a, there was a lot of promotion, certainly in L.A., but I think it was actually outside of, say, the art line of Hollywood itself. Yeah. It was quite difficult to find. But I agree with it you on the It wasn't one fact. of those on-demand movies as well, right? It I, had a no, it wasn't. It was, it was theatrical, and then it's later being released. It wasn't a dual release. Um, but one thing I find is, is Joaquin Phoenix, as much as I respect his art and his work as an actor, sometimes I find his performance is a little bit uh, jagged, a little bit awkward to watch. Um, I mean, there are many movies that he's done that I absolutely love, and then there are others which, I mean, I, I, the, yeah, I, that I just don't like his performances. And I'll, I'll get a couple of examples in just a second. But so I'm, but I think he will really, really suit the Joker. For me, I think he's going to be one of the best portrayals of this character, just because I think his physical manifestation, the way that he can become these characters in such a very unique way. I think he's going to come across And he screen. seems like he's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and he, he seems like he's crazy. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's certainly yeah. a guy, I mean, when he's, when he's working on... I, I'm, not, I'm not feeling it on this one. Again, really? Why is that? Well, because, to your earlier point, what, we got a Jared Leto Joker movie coming out, and now a Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker movie, and this is supposed to be... Well, here's the other thing, too, mm. is this is... If I read correctly, it's supposed to be a Joker origin story. Yeah. So when does he become the Joker? Is it going to be the last... Thir- Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. 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 At approximately oh. 3.30. Well, okay, okay, then. Yeah. All right. It's his, then, his then white then trash roots. If That's he's going to go do. He's going to because... transition into Jared Leto. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but they, they, they've had... Like animated Batman yes. movies yep. that have sort of given an origin story, and are they gonna are they gonna bring Red Hood into this at all? Are they gonna make him a comedian? And I think this as, is one of the, the ways that, that they can get away with it. I say get away with it. It's not like they're doing a heist, <laughs> but this is. I think the way that it, that enables them to do this is the fact that again, with characters like Superman and 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 Hulk uh, and, and, and God Spider Man, there are so many. Um, versions, versions yes. of these characters. So I think it does mean that it's kind of like, don't go to Hollywood and go like, oh, you can't do this. Comics did it first. You know, where you <laughs> have these, these. I mean, it's like when we had Peter Parker as Spider-Man, then we had Morales oh, as Spider-Man. But I have, I have, and, a, I have a So we have a lot of these things that run concurrently within but But what happens usually is that they're different versions, right? But they're they also part of a different universe. Yep. Yep. So like, in comics, you have like this one comic line, and then yep, you have right. another comic line. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very different with movies because people connect the movies together. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and they connect them as canon. Yeah, as they that, can, yeah, that you know, is because fair. it's a that is movie. It's a one-off. They could do a Joker series yep. and then bring the Batman into it. I, I'm just like, I think DC has to like just. Take a deep breath, count back from ten, and start all well, over. Well, I, I mean, w- and and doing it with a Joker movie when you have a potential, <sighs> a nut, two different Joker movies mm, coming out. I agree. 
But, yeah. what, but what I would like to see, I would like to see a lot of them, because I think, you know, I've said this before, DC have some really great superheroes and say have some really great supervillains. What I would love to see is, and I know this is going to not be everybody's cup of tea, yeah. but obviously DC is doing having mixed results with doing superhero movies. I think if maybe alongside that they do concurrent supervillain movies Ooh, yeah. that I think could work. Because seriously, DC has some absolutely yes. amazing villains, but when it comes to putting them in movies with superheroes, they're not fulfilling that part. They're not ticking that box as well mm-hmm. as I think they could do. Not mm-hmm. saying they can't do it. I don't think they're doing it quite as well as they can do. And I think if you have, if you kind of balance that, eventually have them in the same movie, but I think you balance that by having really strong supervillains. I mean, look, Riddler, I'd love to see Riddler. Oh, I'd yeah. love to see a new Catwoman. I think there are so many people who could do that character so phenomenally well. I mean, there's a wealth of these supervillains that I think DC could and should develop. But also we do have the thing with with movies, but let's not forget that TV we managed to have these exist alongside, and I do sure. get the point of them nestling together as a as a universe. But, you know, I just don't... I don't know. I, I I'm think open it, to it. I, think, I think the next movie should be Batman Catwoman. I mean, seriously, because, I mean, that is one of the biggest relationships outside mm. of Superman-Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually, to it affect yeah. Batman. But... Why not bring, like, again, why not make a Batman Catwoman movie? Like, number one, the fans would go crazy about it. Yep. To have two different Joker movies at this point, yeah, I would just, like, you need to reboot something. You need to get excitement back up and make a good movie. But I will say, I'm going to say this right now, prediction prediction from Scott Menzel, (laughs) DC is going to change everything around this starting this year. Seriously, I agree. I think Aquaman, I think Shazam, and I think Wonder Woman 1984 going to blow blow every single one of them are going to blow yep. away expectations. They've, they've had a big internal reset. I mean, they've yeah. been quite public about that and making some serious changes yeah. from top to bottom. So, so right. I think it's. I think I, yeah. I mean I'm with him in terms of I don't think we need two Joker movies right now, and that they should be focusing on other characters. But at the same time. Um, with these new people in charge, I'm curious to see where it goes. So if we, do, if we don't need two Jokers, can I then ask you, is it is it as far as on the slate? Is it Leto off or Whacking off? Leto. <laughs> whacking on, off? <laughs> I was about to say. Oh, whacking off. Oh, I, 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 oh, I got it. I know it's crazy. crazy. I had to get a dead joke in there. That was good. That was a good one. By there was a deathly silence. Where people were like... I was just going, okay, I'm going to yeah. let this one sit. Okay, let, let's have a look at what people are saying in the chat, because this obviously people feel very strongly about the world of, of, of DC. Um, yeah, Don Draper, we were talking about Joaquin Phoenix and his performances. I remember watching I'm Still Here. It's hard for me to, to take him seriously after that. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And, and uh, uh, you know, people are saying, don't think the general audience knows the origins of the Joker. I think you're absolutely right. Yep. What we tend to forget sometimes when we have these discussions is I tend to clarify us as people within the industry and film fans, and then there are normal people. People. The right. people who, um, and I don't mean we're abnormal in any way, <laughs> although, I mean, you know, there is an argument for that. Um, <laughs> but th- there are people out there who still love going to movies and love movies, but don't really look at it in the same, they're not as close to it as people yes. like perhaps you you, you guys and I. Yes. Uh, other people saying, uh, Zaya saying uh, that we don't need a Joker origin story, just watch Fox, Fox's Gotham uh, if you want that. Um, with Yeah, absolutely, 100%. But interesting though, with Gotham, um, I was reading recently, it's not a show that I watch, but they have someone who is basically the Joker in there but cannot refer to the Joker. Correct. Yeah, so this is what, uh, uh, that was uh, Cameron uh, M- Monningham's? Mon- I always get his surname wrong. 
I, I believe. I um, uh, yeah, Zeno Hour saying the Joker movie is basically an, uh, an Elseworld movie. I don't think we'll get a bunch of villain solo movies. I don't know if that's the plan, but I think if it goes well, I think they would be quite. They would be kind of. Oh. Foolish to, to not look at that. Yes. Uh, and Don Draper saying uh, it would work in a year one version. Um, Baccarin is good at being at being a, a whore. Nice. No. Uh, and also, so, uh, Zeno agrees with Scott on this. Um, and Westy Kid. Westy Kid, welcome to the chat. You're not in there very frequently, but it's good to see you. Um, Aquaman will be terrible because Jason Momoa can't bloody act. Do you know what? I kind of agree and I disagree with that. Because I'm very much looking forward to Aquaman. However, I do agree that I don't really rate Jason Momoa's acting. As far as an on-screen action presence, I think he's very strong. As far as acting chops, I think that is where he's lacking. Does that matter? That's a question. And then we'll move on to another topic. It does to me. Well, for me it does because... Well, recently Justice League has now made its uh, run on cable on HBO's of the world. It's it's unwatchable. You watch. I, I have it on, and it's like I gotta turn this off. My my eyes are melting. Mm. And in his Aquaman, in that world, his Aquaman in Gotham is just it's it, to see him on top of the Batmobile. Uh, no, it just it, none of that League. worked in yeah. Justice League. Yeah. Now I, I hear Aquaman's supposed to be good, and if you're bringing in Manta, yeah, like. Maybe there is a there could be a good story there. James Wan's a, a solid director, and I think so the, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm still going to go in with some trepidation. And obviously, currently we haven't seen much outside of obviously his performance in Justice League, but obviously we are just a week away, less than a week away now from Comic Con, where we are going to see more of Aquaman. So I, sure. I, I, I'm, I might be the only one here, but I really enjoy Justice League. I mean, it's a little bit of which a, is fine. It, it's it's a little bit of a mess because mm-hmm. of the fact that there's two directors stepped in. There's obviously way too much green screen in the movie. I'm not gonna you know pretend that there's no issues with it but i feel like as a movie that where two characters were just introduced for the first time i feel like they they were good there was a decent introduction to them and Mm. i mean i wanted to see more of cyborg and i wanted to see more of aquaman in that movie yeah see cyborg i think was horribly underserved in justice league but we keep revisiting that that movie and i think we're we're always i didn't mean to bring it up i was talking about you're absolutely right also wasn't he also in he uh didn't he also play hercules and like wasn't the, there was the year where there were two Hercules? The Rock was one, and I thought he was one. No, no, no that was, that was um, the guy from Twilight. I yeah. don't remember the yeah, fuck that movie Twilight. was. That movie was terrible. Yes, yes, that was Keenan um, Lutz. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Keenan <laughs> yeah. Lutz. That's yeah. it. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean that. Yeah, no, right. that's fine. Um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, we'll, he's we'll, happy we'll you see. remembered him. <laughs> but I didn't. Somewhat. That is yeah, true. Yeah, 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 you're not Jason Momoa. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he was. It, you get a look. He was in. Jason Momoa was in another action movie. It was uh, Conan. Co- that's Con- it. Conan I, the Unwatchable. The Unwatchable. That's Conan what it was. the Unwatchable. They tried to yeah. reboot Conan. I'm, yeah. yeah I, but also, I mean, to be honest with you, going back to the actor thing, we're going to move on to, to some Star Wars stuff in just a second. But yeah. I mean, I, I love Dwayne Johnson. But Dwayne Johnson is not the best actor, but he can still do a criminally entertaining movie. Yes, he can. And he tries. He tries. He does try. He does try, and he'll take roles where he'll 
play a the, gay character. He'll play like he is fit. trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, no, hundred percent. And and um, there is just something I, I just watched oh, uh, skyscraper. Did, yeah, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that yeah, later. I mean, I seriously, I love Dwayne Johnson. I'm a yeah. massive fan. But I mean, I'm I'm not. I'll be the first to put my hand up and say I don't see him currently winning. Oh no, an no, Oscar no, nomination. No, no, sure? No, it's great. Yeah. But I but I thoroughly Best enjoyed action movie superstar. Sorry, that's Tom Cruise. But I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy. We'll get to that later. But no, I, but I thoroughly enjoy Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Every single thing that he does. But Schwarzenegger in his time would yeah. get an Terrible Academy actor. Award. Oh, yeah. But he's a great action hero yeah, star. You absolutely. loved watching his charisma. Okay, so we'll yeah. come back to this in the chat later. <laughs> um, but I want to move on to Star Wars because we have a lot of stuff to do. Uh, Just after the show last week, uh, it was announced that Kerry Russell is going to be reuniting with J.J. Abrams for uh, for Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah. Uh, episode Episode? Nine. Instantly, instantly, the internet shat its pants yes. trying to guess... Who she was gonna play? Is it Ray's mom? Is it not Ray's mom? Is Ray's mom really dead? Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, ultimately, but so everybody kind of went bananas for that. And then uh, earlier this week, it was revealed that Billy D. Williams is going to be returning as Lando Calrissian in Star Wars Episode Nine. So episode, blah, blah, blah. episode, 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 um, adventure. But yeah, so they're going to be, so they're both going to be in the next uh, Star Wars movie. I mean, sure. let's first of all talk about Kerry Russell very quickly. Uh, what are your thoughts on that reuniting with JJ? Obviously, it's been a while since they worked together. It was Felicity, right? That was the last time. Uh, she was in Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For like five minutes. So, five minutes. Uh, so what do you, I mean, what do you missing. think about that? A lot of people had a I, lot of opinions I, on I, that. I, I, I thought, yeah, it's funny. My wife just said, I thought Star Wars died. Me too, Ash, I hoped. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in all fairness, um, Carrie Russell, I, I do really love her as an actress. Mm-hmm. I think she's very underrated. Yeah. Um, you know, her role in Ra- Waitress, which is mm-hmm. now a Broadway musical, she was terrific in that film. Um, I think she's a good fit for this. Sure. Um, you know, she kicks, kicked a lot of ass in Mission Impossible 3 yeah. for yep. her limited amount of screen time she that did. she had. She's they, a good action. Yeah. She'd be a good Very the underrated Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Agreed. So I think... Um, I think she's good. I, yeah. I think this is gonna. I think this is gonna be a good fit. But she's and a woman, and it's Star Wars. I know, and you know what else? Ah. She has red hair. Yeah. <laughs> she has red hair. You know what? Screw her for having red hair. Make her dye it blonde. Ah. Done. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually all in. Yeah. As soon as I Me heard too. it, I was like, oh, it's great. It'll be because. You have two. I'm you have a director. I'm all in. I like it. I don't care who she plays. You know what? I'll, I'll just wait and find out. I would like, like a surprise. She's not like one of those weird characters, like Lupita Nyong'o, where I feel like she was completely wasted. Like yeah. you put Lupita Nyong'o in yeah. a movie, and then you waste her on like what is it, Maz? Is that our yeah. yeah. Who then it's in like, that, Yeah, and who in, in Last Jedi wasn't really given a huge no. amount to no. do, which no. was kind but of the, a shame. But the character is big enough to make it onto the Star Tours ride. So. That's true. Yeah. That is true. So, and, but, and to be a figure. Yeah, but I, I just hope that... Well, it would be nice if they don't CG her up. Like, she, like she's a... For lack of a better word, mm. uh, like a like a humanistic character. I, I don't know. Who, you know what? I don't care. Do you know what? I, I want to be surprised. I, no, absolutely. And I, I 100% do as well. And I think that was something that they quite nicely kept, you know, managed towards the end. They managed to keep some of the, who people were playing, like Benicio's character in Last Jedi. Mm. And we didn't know a huge amount about Laura Dern and what how her character was doing. <laughs> um, but no, I think I, I'm, I like her anyway as an actor. Um, I find her very engaging. I like her performances, even when she's doing lighter stuff. I think she's she's still really good. And I think JJ, 
really realizes that he needs to bring the A-game to this. And I think there is something that they have, and we discussed this I'll tell you what JJ's previously. doing right now. He's, this is what he's doing. Oh, paycheck <laughs> one, Mission Impossible two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. No, but it's, it's yeah, true. I mean, I, I, just, I just think that, you know, this is going to be one that... That is is gonna they're gonna make sure the standard is yeah is so. particularly oh, high, course, and I don't think she'll have a small role. I could see her, and I'm basing this on absolutely nothing other than the fact well, that they have this relationship. You're a Star have, Wars fan now. Well, that I think that well, she will I, have quite I, a large role. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you wouldn't make that kind of announcement. You, you wouldn't. Think, no. You know. Um, so let's talk about Billy D. Williams returning as Lando Calrissian uh, in Episode Nine sure. as well. Um, I mean, I I'm I'm happy about that. I don't know. Again. I don't know how large of a character, none of us know how large of a character presence Lando will have. I'm assuming if they wanted to bring Billy D as he's still alive, it makes sense. They've done it with other legacy actors from the original movie. So sure. I would have been quite surprised if they'd have recast, unless there was a very good medical or personal reason not to do it, or financial. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing him back as Lando. It makes sense. Yeah. Because... The relationship Lando had with Han. So Han Solo's no, you know, Han Solo dies in Force Awakens. Uh, we tragically lose Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Um, Luke Skywalker is a, spe- you know, he's a Force ghost. We don't have any of our legacy characters like Leia. You know, Car- Leia would have been a major part yes. of this. I think that was nine. the original. Wasn't that originally the plan? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely, yeah. and. I think bringing a legacy character yep. who in some way can mourn Han, in some way be part of this resistance, in one way, shape, or form, to me it makes sense be- because of the loss of Carrie Fisher. Mm. I think they're trying to figure out how, how are we going to fill this space since we had a whole movie yes. that was yes. going to be around her in hope. I agree. Yep. So bringing him in makes sense. You know the person that we're not ever going to see? Uh, the guy that plays Wedge in Tilly's. Wedge. Wedge. See, I thought you were a Star Wars fan. <laughs> no. Not no. that much, apparently. See, they, no. you don't know who Wedge is? No. Wedge and Tilly's. No. He's been there since Star Wars. His name's actually Reg. It's just the guy that no, named him had a we- speech impediment. <laughs> Where's Wedge? Bring Wedge out. See? Bring him to and, the spaceship. And I've out-nerded and geeked you, too? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, I have very heard much too. <laughs> Okay, so let's see what people are saying in the chat. Uh, okay, Ashley's saying uh, side stories. Uh, Zeno Hour Kerry Russell is not playing Ray's mom. That's ridiculous. She's playing Lando's mom. Duh. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blackrock Black Rock 316, uh, Billy D returning. They better have a good reason why he wasn't in the last two Star Wars movies. Uh, he was on vacation. Yeah, on vacation. Uh, Sky Patterson, congrats to Jimon Honsu. We'll get to that story later, so I'm not going to read that one out right now. Uh, Zyus B. Yeah. Lou saying, uh, saw some fan theories speculating that, about Russell as Ray's mom, obviously. But then, uh, this is what got him laughing, uh, was uh, Ashoka, Sabine, or Hera from Rebels or Clone Wars. I probably butchered those names. Uh, yeah, So, and again, Zaya saying, agree that Lupita was wasted. I think it was, a, it was a terrible shame, but I really want to see more from that character in some form moving forward. Uh, yeah, uh, there's lots of comments on this. Um, uh, on people, sort of their, their thoughts on on having uh, Billy D. Williams back as Lando. Question here from Zeno Hour from me: uh, Do you think one of the first problems of the new movies is the First Order are weak and poorly constructed villains? Uh, I think that's part of the problem. Very much so for me. I think that's part of the problem. I don't think it's the problem. I think there are lots of quite large problems that gather together and make a problem ball. But I think that is an issue. I think the villains in it are 
lacking oh. from the original series. And I think, to be honest with you, we had an element of that in some of the prequels as well. You know, I mean, outside of... I mean, I wasn't... Even though Darth Maul was, you know, a, a strong contender, didn't really... There was no no one really that I felt the same way as I did about the villains in the in the original Star Wars movies. But well, that might just be an age thing and the fact that I've known these movies for, like, 40-plus years. Well, it could be, but, I mean, I, I, I don't have a problem with the Dark Order. Uh, you know, I mean, Jesus, if you're going to look at failing villains... Uh, Greg Mendelsohn's villain in, 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 in Rogue One. Jesus Christ, mm. it was amazing that that character rose to the level of what he was because he failed at everything that he did. Yeah. At least the Dark Order has like this power behind them. They blew up the rebel planet. Things are going on. I, I, I don't hold the criticism as, as harshly as you do um, with this. So I just don't know. What's going to be interesting is how they fit Carrie Russell into it is she going to be she could be a villain like mm. why not right um there there are factions of the rebellion that they said that are very well spread out that we don't know in this universe to your point jj abrams is really going to have to bring this skywalker saga to a really emotional um worthy ending yeah yeah you know and yeah. and he has a he has a lot on his he has a there's a big on burden his on his shoulders because yeah. we all thought that Carrie Fisher's Leia would have died in Last Jedi for obvious reasons, yeah. but they kept her alive. And it's like, oh, here, here you go, JJ. You, you got to fix this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got a lot in his plate. So. He does, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see what we'll happens. See. So far and, with the casting, I'm liking what I'm. And I'm I love Domhnall Gleeson, but we're quite a way off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 in this movie, uh, uh, yeah, in this franchise. Uh. Okay, let's let's move on to let's move on to the next thing. Uh, I love him, but not in this this franchise. No, uh, you loved him in Peter Rabbit. Uh, oh yeah, oh, wonderful. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about Downton Abbey. That movie uh, announced this morning uh, that it is actually happening. It's going ahead. The original cast are going to be. You returning. must be thrilled. Yes. <laughs> no, I never watched the show. I never. Watched like I've never the show seen either. The Crown. People assume that because you're British, you watch certain things, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm, I I have no interest. As great as I hate it is, the, the crown. Stereotyping. Yeah. I like to play against type. Well, yeah. you know, um, the word England is making its way it's, back. Yeah, yeah, I hear it's not used enough. <laughs> it's not used enough. Um, Downton Abbey, though, uh, obviously, I mean, th- there have been talk about this movie for a long, long time. Even when it was on screens, people were talking about doing a movie. Then the show ended, there was still talk of a movie. Every single time I come across somebody on a red carpet who has anything to do with Downton Abbey... The question I always get asked, is it happening? I didn't think, like the Friends movie, this was ever going to be something that, that did happen. I saw maybe a TV special, like a two-hour TV event coming back. Very surprised about the movie, but getting a very good response today. Did either of you guys see Downton Abbey? Did you no. like it? No. My 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 wife was a big fan. She was a big fan, she yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I, I It was very other, popular here in the it US. Was, it was very extraordinarily popular. Yeah. popular. I think the movie the movie's going to have its niche. I mean, the movie, it could be one of those, like, sex in the city types of, like, where, where a bunch of, like, women go out for that opening weekend to go see this movie. I mean, maybe not to the 100-plus million opening weekend, but yeah. it could have that niche. Or it could or. be ap- absolutely fabulous, the movie. Oh, remember oh, when that yeah. happened? I, yeah. I remember yeah. when it happened. Yeah, yeah. nobody else does. Nobody, nobody else does. does. Yeah. No? Yeah. no, but I mean, it's it's interesting that there are certain there are certain sort of British things that do translate really well when they get turned into movies, um, or they, they they make a return. I mean, but there are some times where they just really crash and burn. I don't see Downton Abbey 
as being one of those crash and burns. I see it as being pretty successful, to be honest with you. I think the same kind of crowd that will go out to a Sex in the City or a, a Mamma Mia. Right. And I'm not just saying that because, oh, it's women. I also, I mean, I'm going to see Mamma Mia on Monday. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I enjoyed the first movie. I saw it already. Oh, we won't talk about that. Yeah. No, spoilers, no, spo- no spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, the music's only been out for 40 years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you could possibly spoil Mamma Mia. Um, but yes, I mean, I, I think it'll be popular. I think it'll have an audience. It's going to be a universal it, it uh, movie. It just can't play like a Merchant Ivory film. Like yeah. I mean, let's face it. I mean, whatever episodes I saw, this was not. I don't. Know, I don't think it will. I think it'll. It'll play it like to. a nice two-hour drama with it some interesting, to. yeah, character yeah. developments. There are lots of things I understand from the original TV show that strands that they can pick up. They kind of sure. left a few things quite open. So we'll see what happens with that. I think it's going to be a hit. Yeah. When do you think they should release Downton Abbey? Do you think it should be a around kind of Valentine's Mother's Day kind of thing around that kind of thing, or do you think it should be? I wouldn't put it in summer unless you're doing some kind of massive counter-programming. That's going to be a big thing. Or around the holidays, if they did Christmas at Downton. I would. would, Christmas? Yeah, well, I would do it like... I would either do the Mother's Day, Mm. do it in a February... Do it... Yeah. Give audiences, give that audience something to go to after the holidays. Yep. Or, if they feel that they have the goods, you release it in November. You know, I mean, because that could be the that could be a Thanksgiving ish play into the holidays. And if it happens to be very, if there's a pedigree to it where they think they can get some semblance of an awards yeah. type of a thing, do it then. Well, Jack Dennis, uh, good morning, Miles. Miles Teller back again. Very much looking forward to seeing you talking to. Yeah, theatrically, does this really make sense? Was the show that cinematic? Now. Interesting point, actually, raised there by Jack. I think if you wanted... This is the kind of thing that wasn't cinematic on a small screen, but I think if you put it on the platform of a big screen, I think you have the opportunity to really make it more epic, to really use the ability to do wide shots, lots of really exciting searing... You know, that you can get the most benefit out of, rather than just looking great on a TV, really get that benefit of seeing it on the big screen and with the sound and everything else. Yeah, it, it could play like a very lush uh, uh, period piece. Yeah, the, the depth in the, in the houses and that kind too. of thing. For, mm. You know, yeah, you saw, this was a PBS show. Yeah. And I'm not going to take away from its popularity. Let me talk about a different audience, huge fandom, if not even more so than Downton Abbey, yeah. but still PBS show, and that was Doctor Who. If they were to make a Doctor Who movie, mm. would that be a huge hit? I mean, again, you've got huge fans who watch it on TV. Yeah. You've got to get the, the – the big thing with Downton Abbey is that you'll have to get that female audience in, and you'll have to convince everybody else to go see a very lush period piece, which is what it is. Mm. A lot of guys probably – no. Unless they're dragged, you know, with, with dates. But I know there were a lot of men who watched it A lot it of men well. watched it. So a lot of people flocked to this it's, stuff. It's, you know, it's... I mean, and I think also that the whole pomp and circumstance <clears> and, and the poshness of this society life of, of British people. I mean, you know, when the Royal Wedding was on quite recently, a lot of people who, you know, tuned in to watch That's the Royal true. Wedding. So I can see this having, you know, people who aren't really generally into that. But do they you know get swept away with it. people watch that? Uh, is it because of the smoking hot Meghan Markle? More than likely. Just, oh, is that just thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's uh, very pretty. Oh, I should have tuned in. Um, I, I, I didn't watch it. Uh, now, Jack Dennis is saying, we'll move on from this in just a second. Yeah. 10 million budget at most or financial bust. 
I can see I it agree. being yeah, ten, ten to fifteen, and I think they'll they'll very easily make. It's some an nice overseas movie too. Like, oh that's yeah, something that should 100%, be hundred percent. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean there overseas. are huge places in Asia um, that that love this kind of movie. Um, I think it's something that could potentially very easily sell and do very very well. Yeah, I'm saying uh, maybe uh, Hall H Comic Con next year. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hall yeah. H Comic It'll Con. Fill it up. Yeah. As they appear yeah. to be putting pretty much anything in there right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, right. Like when um, they put the Boss Baby in there a couple years. Boss, ago. Boss, ba- <laughs> <laughs> Boss Baby Two back in the hall. Um, but yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Actually, one more thing from Ashley. Uh, yes, yes, yes. It would. They play the Christmas specials at theaters, and it does fairly well. Doctor Who works in the theater well. It, it does uh, a I mean, one night event. Not entirely yeah. swayed. I, by, I know what she's saying. She's talking Who. about those Fathom events. Yeah, and, and she's right. And the reason why. Uh, uh, BBC continues to do those one-offs yeah. because they're one-offs. Yeah. They did that with Star Trek episodes, with classic episodes. Yeah. Fathom Events will do it. They know how to market those really well. M- my point was, you have Finn, will you get them to go away from the TV mm. and to go see it at a theater? And again, we are talking lush, period, piece movie. Yeah. And and then you got to figure out, how do we release this movie? Is this going to be an art house film? Are we going to like platform it we're gonna go wide when it comes out i think they're gonna sort of kind of have to go wide when they they're go, gonna go wide with this is wide or wide or nothing yeah. uh yeah so we will move on from downton abbey we want to talk about the new robocop movie it's coming from uh, uh neil blomkamp obviously we, we heard that he was going to be making that alien movie for years that never really happened uh oh he God. made district nine did chappie Mm-hmm. Chappy. Chappy. Crappy. Chappy. Crappy. 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 <laughs> Although I have friends who do love that movie and we constantly uh, disagree on that. Uh, new Robocop movie. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? I have to say that the one that they did a couple of years ago was just just terrible. Um, it came at a time when there had been a couple of these classic movies. Who was that guy in there? That movies. guy that we were Joel like pushing. Kinnaman. Oh my god! He yeah. was pushing Suicide him for everything. Yeah, they just keep trying squad. to push him. It just was not. It was not a great movie. It was better than the Total Recall remake with Colin Farrell, Farrell. Yeah. which was just that, awful. That was mm-hmm. Just awful. That 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 RoboCop <clears> movie was so disappointing because didn't it have Samuel L. Jackson and Michael Keaton in it, and they couldn't save it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. If I if I if I was say at Walmart yeah. um, or, or Target or any other store, and I saw that Blu-ray or DVD like in the in the the bargain section, I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. You wouldn't even uh, you wouldn't See, even use it as a coaster. That's no. where my Florida Project screener is. It says as a coaster. Yeah. As a coaster, really? nice. I love that movie. Yeah. Did you? Well, good. Yeah. Well. But everybody needs coasters. Yeah. yeah, and all our coasters don't have to be the same, yeah. which is totally fine. Uh, yeah, I just think um, your your why. Uh, I I was never on the I was never team Blomkamp. Camp uh, District Nine to me was very overrated. I thought it was a okay movie. Mm. I thought it was good. Then his then every movie after just got worse and worse for me. See, I, I and, like and, I like District Nine, and I, I I think again for me, I think a lot of the movies have got worse as they've as they've continued. I mean, I, I like the one that you did with Matt Damon. I did kind of like Elysium? that one. Yeah, I kind of, uh, I kind of enjoyed that. It was quite fun. Jodie Foster's waste. But I didn't, I didn't like Chappie, um, and I, I'm just not excited about a new Robocop movie. I think that the problem for me is the fact that there are so many people who are now <clears throat> sort of getting into film, sort of the younger end of the market, who are discovering Robocop for the first time. And even though it has aged, I think it still stands up particularly well for as, as a pick within a genre. I wouldn't call it a genre pick, but certainly a pick within the genre. And I don't know if there's anything that we need to add or change about that, or there's there's much that can be sort of improved, updated, obviously, because of technological advances. But I just don't know. 
it's it's it also so definitive yeah, in its, its creation it's, it's of also the weird because i feel like sometimes the remakes or the reboots yeah. they just don't work like there's not as big of audience as people think there is yeah. for certain movies like dread was is a great example okay the the dread remake is terrific but yeah, no one it saw is. it yeah and no one really cares besides fans diehard fans and people like us yeah and that's it and like I know they keep like rooting for another one. It's like, but who's going to see it? They're not going to green like this when they lost that much money. Yeah. And RoboCop, I feel like that last one didn't do that well. Granted, it yeah. wasn't a good movie, but there was no real demand for no, it then no, either. That's the problem. No, and they keep on missing. The original RoboCop is a it's a satire. Yes, of wrapped course. in a very violent, violent cop, dark comedy, science fiction, way, yeah. and it has a very science fiction. Uh, humanistic story to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they tried to bring it back. It didn't work. And, like, why keep on going to that well? It's like you're, you're playing Wiley e. Coyote. Yes. You keep on, like, trying to set the traps. They don't work. And you're, like, still falling off the cliff. Yeah. I just don't. It's kind of like I just. I, 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 just yeah. What's he going to, like, bring down hate crime? Like, yeah. it's, it has to be something topical. Superfly yeah. well, meets Robocop. <laughs> Coming soon to a theater near you. Super shit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, but it's like a lot of these movies that, that are kind of classic movies. I think sometimes you can, if there's something to add to them and you want to take it forward, you can do it. But it'd be like doing another St. Elmo's Fire right. and doing that then with YouTube stars. I'm kind of like, <laughs> I don't... Yeah. You just don't... I don't know. It's that 90210. I don't... No, 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 yeah. no, 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 Hollywood. Okay, a couple of other things to run through. We've got a lot to get through within the next sort of 25 minutes. Uh, Jamie Renner joins the Spawn cast alongside Jamie Foxx. <coughs> I mean, I, you know, I enjoy Tag. I like Jamie Renner. Um, at the moment, it's an interesting cast they're creating yeah. for that in Blumhouse Corner. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't... Right now, it's not... It's not getting me, do you know? No, no, I don't I'm care. I'm intrigued, but it's not really... But if you are going to do a remake, yeah. Spawn's not a bad place to start. No, Because no, no, it's I, not like they had a series of movies. But that is one that I'm actually looking forward to, sure. to seeing. Jeremy as a, Renner as a in another franchise where yeah. he'll be the least rememberable character. Yeah. Oh, I'm just... I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm willing... I'm still willing like to give this third time. or fourth tier on that. Yeah, I'm just actually hold up. Um, uh, going off of what Scott just said, he's actually going to be the main character of Spawn. Is he really? Yeah, if you haven't read about it, um, Spawn is actually going to. It's it, the way that uh, Spawn's going to be. The, the, yeah, the way that Todd McFarlane describes this movie is that it's his own Jaws, and think of Spawn as Jaws, and think of Jeremy Renner as um, Bruce the, the Shark. No, think of Jeremy Renner as the uh, the sheriff who's going after the shark. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So okay. it's gonna be like so he's Chief Brody. Yeah, in a sense. So he's gonna be a Detective uh, Twitch, who's gonna be going after, like, going into the crime scenes in the wake of Spawn, in a sense. So he's gotcha. gonna be chasing the shark. He's gonna oh. be chasing Spawn. And it's funny because Jamie Fox is cast as, as Spawn, but he's not even a, the actual uh, main character of the like the self-titled fil uh, film Spawn, and he has very uh, few lines in it as well. Interesting. Mm. Hmm. Trying and to tell me that I don't know what Spawn looks like? Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. can catch me on Tuesday on a Horror Movie News. Hey, where can we find that? Can we find that on the Popcorn Talk Network? Yes, you can. Every Tuesday at 4 p.m. we go live. Pacific Standard. Excellent. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah. 
<laughs> Bloody hell! Give him a mic. There you go. Crazy. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, that's really, that's really, that's really helpful stuff, um, and really appreciated. But still, I mean, I'm not. It's just She's you know, I'm looking, I'm looking kind of forward to to, to spawn. I, I mean, I still, I like the original movie. I've said before, I know it gets a lot of shit, um, but I'm just the cast not, right now is just not getting me particularly excited. But you know, sometimes films don't have exciting casts, and yet. They actually turn out to be good movies. So, I, I've got I mean, Dread, again, a really good idea. Yeah. That, that, I mean, you know, as much as I like Carl Urban and everybody else in that, that wasn't exactly a stellar cast. Turned out to be an amazing movie. So I think yeah. that can work. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about the ones with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that was an amazing movie, too, in its own way. It was amazing how the fuck it got <laughs> yeah, made. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about Indiana Jones 5. Uh, that release date is being moved to 2021. Can we just call it Indiana Bones at this point? It's just... Because that's what it's going to be. Bag of... I mean... What are they going to do at this point? It means they're not going to start filming until Harrison Ford's going to show up. I think part of the problem is the board. I think part of the problem is the. I think part of the problem is the fact that they don't actually know exactly what they're going to do with this. They're no. still formulating that idea, and I think that is one of the reasons that it keeps getting pushed back. Got to put Miles Teller in it. No. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, another announcement this week. It's, uh, Was that a dig? <laughs> Another announcement this week. Uh, it's Bloomhouse Corner again. Uh, the first Purge is going to be in the next maze uh, that was announced. was yeah. announced this week um, for Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood. It's I don't not, know how I feel about that. It's Well, it's not going to be in any hey, of the other theme parks. Hey, do you want to feel like you're being killed in real life? It's well, let's but, go but, they had, but, but the Purge has been part of at least here. It has. Anyways. I was, I was about to say. Yeah. Um, it has it for, for a long time. It's been scare zones. It's been... Last year was part of a big uh, multi, uh, multi-part Blumhouse celebration. Yeah. Um, it's, it's had all <clears throat> sorts of... Inter- it's been a terror tram as yeah. well. So the Purge, ever since the first one in 2013, has had some sort of presence at Halloween Horror Nights. This is the first time it's had a designated maze that is just Purge. Can I, I'm going to say something, because I just recently saw the first Purge, yeah. and there were parts of it I was like going, yeah, that's probably going to be in a maze or something. Because, like, you know, the camera contact lenses that gives them, yeah. like, I can see those, I can see walking through a maze and that being behind a window and crowds of people with that. Uh, it'll be interesting, and it's getting its first maze. Um, yeah. Well, I, you know, well, I always love what they do there anyways. It'll be it'll be a good time. Yeah, and there are a couple of other announcements yeah. coming up, um, obviously, between now and the, the, the event. It launches on September 14th this year, um, so that's really not... Not far away no. at all, so you can expect the other mazes to announcements to come thick like and fast. Months. Yeah, it's crazy close. Well, I'm so excited. Um, what I would love to see is, I mean, uh, the Transformers ride, I, you know, I don't think it's going anywhere um, anytime soon. It still proves very, very popular. But I would love to see them convert that into a purge motion ride. <sighs> it might have people purging Seriously, at the end. I think like that would ride. be terrifying. Oh my God. Come on, I think that'd be a good idea. I'm just saying, if it happens, then it's not going to happen, but it would be pretty cool. Uh, okay, we touched on this um, earlier. Uh, one of the guys in the chat mentioned this. I think it was uh, perhaps Zayas or, or someone else. Um, was talking about uh, uh, Shazam, going back to DC, uh, mm-hmm. quietly casting Jimon Honsu um, as a 3,000-year-old wizard. Um, or Jeff Sessions. As, uh, as, he's, as he's known. Um, but yeah, no, I think, sorry, I know I'm going to get some shit for that from Trump yeah. supporters, but it's fine, don't worry about it. Um, England's fine, it's, don't worry about it. It's, We're actually, bringing before, England back. Well, someone someone spoke about, uh, how did I feel about the England match this week? Obviously England uh, crashed out of the World Cup to Croatia. I'm not a big soccer fan, 
Um, but I was, you know, I did watch a few of the matches, and I think England played really well this tournament. Um, so I wasn't particularly upset. Um, I, I don't think they played particularly well in that match. Um, I don't think they deserved to win that game. I think it was first half was good. I think they got a bit complacent, and the whole second half got a little bit scrappy. But I think they still generally um, gave it their all, and I think they should be very proud of themselves. Um, it is a shame that football isn't coming home. Um, but uh, but hey, do you know what? Another four years, we'll have another go. It'll there be fine. You go. So uh, I think the England team should be very proud of themselves. Um, we always have a way of self-sabotaging. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't entirely survived that we didn't. Um, but as for, for my home nation, um, I'm very sorry that obviously they won't be celebrating, you know, going into the, the World Cup final this weekend. But right. I think England should be very proud of themselves. They did a really, really good job. So congratulations. I know they're a big fan of the show. Cheers. I know uh, I know all the, the England squad watch me, the movie press. Oh, oh yeah, they do. They do. On the, oh, yeah. oh, sorry about your visitor. Yeah. I'll tell you what, <laughs> the waistcoat sales in the UK went up. And then everyone was like, can I take my waistcoat back? So it's fine, uh, or, or vests as they call them over here. Um, but let's get back to anyway. Let's let's get back to the uh, three thousand year old wizard. I just random, wanted, just yeah. wanted to, to mention that someone asked about it. So I thought I'd talk home, about it. Said football's never left America. Yeah, or soccer. Yeah. Sorry, soccer. Um, so yeah, so uh, I I do interesting casting, but this kind of again, it's obviously he's done his stuff, and it's it's just kind of come out. I would have thought he would have been a really good announcement earlier. Sure, why not? In the you know, and Shazam is a great DC character yes. to mine. Mm. Like, this is what I'm saying. Forget about your damn Joker movie. Focus on really good characters. And if you're going to reboot anything, the one character or characters or the one character that deserves a reboot in yep. the DC universe, Green Lantern. He deserves a re because it is a great character in the comics mm. and done right and it can be done right if you're going to reboot a character but Shazam is a really good example of a great DC character that should be mine this looks so much fun yeah. I can't yeah. wait till we see the trailer next week because yeah. I know it's coming at Comic-Con. I would be I would be very surprised if it doesn't make an appearance at Comic-Con next yeah. week. We've mm -hmm. already seen the first image or, or two. I think it was one or two images. Um, sort of a coming out with... Funny. With, yeah, funny. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking, really looking forward to seeing what they've done with this. Because, Me I mean, too. you know, I don't love the DC movies so far. I mean, some I've really <clears> enjoyed and some I haven't so much. Um, but I really want to see them put out something like they did with Wonder Woman, where it's really like... Yeah, you can. Do, I've got. I've got you on this. You can do it really, and this really well. It's going to be totally different. It's going to be totally yeah. different, and it's going to have a lighter tone. And David F. Sandberg, and that might really great. work for yeah. them. Really yeah. won't work for them, which is great. So, and great, you know, great, great. This could be their Thor there. Ragnarok. Uh, Marvel's mm -hmm. Black Widow has tracked down a director in Kate Shortland, an Australian, I believe, uh, which is quite interesting. Uh, that. We were talking earlier about projects that you didn't think made. I thought that was going to sit on the boiler for a little bit longer. I was really quite surprised. Um, I don't know when we'll see it. There's no release date talked about at the moment, but I think that'll be quite interesting. Uh, Chadwick Boseman um, crossing 17 bridges uh, in an action movie produced by the Russo brothers. Uh, yeah, that that's going to be great. Uh, mm -hmm. Chadwick Boseman, very, very good. Discovered he's actually older than I thought the other day. Really? Yeah, no, I, I thought know. he was in his twenties, but he's considerably he's yeah, he's he's yeah, he's in his late thirties. Is he really? Which I thought oh, was quite okay. interesting. Um, so that's quite good. Um, I'm looking. I really like Chadwick, and I think Me even too. before he entered the Marvel universe, he did a lot of really good performances yeah. that that didn't get the recognition yeah. that they deserved. Agreed. I'm really pleased now that post Black Panther, past be, post being part of Marvel. 
people are really starting to look at it and really consider him for these really, yeah. you know, interesting. He's a great actor. He is. He can be really, he has, he has really, good really charisma strong. On screen. Really good. Yeah. yeah very contained and very calm. I think Could he's be. he's very very pleasant to watch. Uh, interesting. It's not necessarily movies, but uh, Warner Brothers wanted to build a a sky tram to the Hollywood sign. If you know the geography of L.A., the Hollywood sign is here and kind of Burbank is here. Right. So that would that would make logistic yeah. sense. Sure, uh, it wouldn't it, be it, particularly attractive. Yeah, and but how else? it would make logistic no, sense. And, and, and how else are they going to pay for these new DC movies? And I, well, I, but I think seriously, <laughs> oh, on a serious note, I think it'd be a way for them to really um, that part of the landscape is featured in so many movies. Right. I think it would be really um, they could do some really interesting content to make mm-hmm. that ride come alive, really embracing technology. Sure. Um, and I think it would make it more than a, a, a tourist cash grab. Because I'll be honest with you, I did the Warner Brothers tour, I think it was two years ago now. Um, and I was, I'm always slightly dubious about these kind of things, but the content that they have on that tour and things that you see, it really is worth the money that you pay mm-hmm. for it. It's a really good experience. And I think if they can then add that and create this different thing, I think rather than have it as a private venture that's not linked to a studio, this is a really good call. What do you guys think? And do you like the idea? I, yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I think it's a good idea. I, so many people would love to get up there, and they do so because it's not legal, if I'm correct. No, to be able to get up there, people right? Do stuff. Yeah, so I think it's. I don't think it's a bad idea for tourism, and and it is so. Well, it is so part of Hollywood. It, it is. is so part yeah. of Los Angeles, to, or in Southern California, uh, for, for that. The matter. construction yeah. for this would be. <clears throat> So insane, though. Yeah, and one and bad earthquake could ruin your day. Like, that's oh a problem. Oh, my God, yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think we'll see it anytime soon. Um, I mean, it'd be a great job creator. Um, you know, so I think there's that's that's another positive, which is which is very good. But I think the real problem is going to be seismic stuff. Yeah. And you have to take a good look at the geology of that area. Oh, absolutely. And make sure it's, it's sound. Yeah. Also, it's a beautiful view without a cable car in front of it. So it's kind of like... Might be a bit it's of a shame true. to kind of obstruct that. So, I mean, I think it's a great idea, but there's also a little bit of like, hmm... It's a great idea. Let's see. I mean, somebody's going to be putting some architect. Yeah. Of, you know, we'll see the design sometime yeah. soon. They'll, they'll, I'm sure yeah. they'll be putting that out for tender and stuff. But we'll see. Sure. I would not expect that to see that anytime soon. Yeah. Okay, we're going to skip trailers this week because there weren't any sort of huge ones. Um, and obviously a lot of them are being held for, for Comic-Con this week. So I want to skip straight. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes left in the show. So I want to get to this week's big movie releases. <clears throat> really, the two big movies this weekend are Skyscraper and Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation. Uh, snappy title. Uh, Thursday previews <laughs> are looking like this. Hotel Transylvania 3 actually came out on top with 2.6 million. Um, it's looking at a weekend of somewhere between 38 and 48 million. Looking more kind of the 45 to 48 million. Comparing that to the previous Hotel Transylvania movies, um, I mean, they ended their box office runs with 358.4 million, the first one globally, uh, 473.2 million globally. Um, so we're seeing an uptick in this franchise. Yeah. Um, that's looking like that's going to be the number one movie this weekend, which I was quite surprised about. I'm not surprised. Why are you surprised by that? I, I thought Skyscraper, because it's a Dwayne Johnson you movie, never, would have never quite... Under, would not, would have never, under, never underestimate the power of family films. Yeah. And especially animated family films. People love them. And I mean, there's not... Besides Incredibles, which has been the only movie that's been out for, like, what, the last three weeks that's yeah. family-friendly? Yeah. There's I, I As much it, as I don't think this franchise is very good, 
I I know that it has a loyal fan base. Oh, people it, like it. It's a huge it fan base. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, what Adam Sandler has done, like he this really yes. he made this for it the became kids. the Happy Happy and, Madison movies became animated. Yeah, and you know, and he's able to do his blobby, like, and, yeah, and, yeah. and he gets to be Adam Sandler, and now the kids love, love that yeah. stuff. I am in your camp. Be, well, I, I saw Skyscraper last night at my mm. local. Uh, Theater, the Baldwin Hills, the Cinemark there, and that theater was packed, and that theater was into the rock. Yeah, and and look, the movie, the movie delivers. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it'll be any great slouch. I think it's a, you know, the summer of fun continues. Yeah. it was just fun. Uh, um, so I, I, it'll be interesting. How, how much did that, did that do last night? Uh, that did two million uh, in, in previews. So that's uh, two point so six was Hotel Transylvania. So there's like half a million or so in it. I mean, mm. I, Hotel Transylvania three. I saw a couple of weeks ago. Um, you and I, me both. We yeah, we sat next, sat next to, to each other. Yeah. Um, you spilled my water. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's fine. Um, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't love the movie. I was really out of all the animated movies I've seen like the last twelve months. It really was just like. It was kind of a nothing burger for me. Um, you know, I no offense to any of the talent involved. It just wasn't, it just didn't work for me. But again, I'm not the target audience. I'm a grown man. It's, the but pop- I know they're hugely popular. I've seen the other two. Yeah. And I think this is by far the weakest of the three. Right. Um, it just felt like there wasn't much of a story, that mm. it was all reliant on like really cheap humor that. It felt that way. It was very it. much like um, felt very much like a Looney Tunes cartoon in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but a little bit more dumbed down. Yeah. And uh, the strongest element of this movie for me was the soundtrack. I thought that it had a terrific soundtrack. Yeah. And there's a great DJ scene which i thought was the highlight of the movie hmm. so the other movie skyscraper um i saw this on monday you saw it last night i saw, you it. saw it on monday as well yeah um i i mean this it's a it's dumb it's an action movie it is a just let it wash over you kind of popcorn movie but it is just a ludicrous amount of fun oh yeah. um and even yeah. though i say again you know the rock is, is not going to win any oscar nominations yet wouldn't put it past him. He's done everything else. Um, but I had... It was just so much fun. It was just... It was a great summer movie, you know? I love the disaster movies of the 70s and 80s. Absolutely love them as the genre. Um, so this is a really nice... It's a really nice update of things like Die Hard. It takes so many of these tropes, puts them together, but doesn't let them become cliches, which is a very, very fine line to walk. Um, Absolutely. It, it holds your attention and genuinely is very exciting from, from start to finish. Two million in previews, looking at a weekend of 34 million. Um, I see it going a little bit upwards of there. I see it going more towards the 40 million. Yeah, I agree. Because of The Rock and because, well... The audience I saw it with. Yeah. You know, I mean, and plus it seems to have been filmed in the Fast and Furious universe. Yeah. Because it breaks every stinking love. But you're like, who cares? Um, You know, so long as The Rock's kicking ass, he's Wait, he's actually really using duct tape to to scale a building? I mean, but you you, you buy into it. You're like, okay. It felt like such a great homage to. So many of the classic disaster movies and action movies that we just don't see anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's you. Yeah. You watch this movie, and there's 
it's weird to say this, but I feel like over the last 10 years, there hasn't been another movie quite like it. Not really. And they've tried to reboot disaster movies and they yes. don't work. And, 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 no. and this one takes it's basically and the director and The Rock has uh, been quoted as saying towering inferno and die hard. And that's what this movie really is, except we don't get Bruce Willis or Steve McQueen or Paul Newman. We, we got The Rock. That's fine for this movie. And, and, and again, it's for the summer. Yeah. Like if I might have felt differently if for, I don't and I don't know why if it were released in like the like the holiday yeah. time. Mm. But if for this summer, came out November. No go. But, but yeah, for some yeah. reason no, for the summer it feels it feels it's right. just, just fine. It feels right. And and I have to stress you have to see this on a big screen. Oh yeah! I mean, oh yeah! You have, I mean, because I, my God, like, those I, I scenes where it looks down from yeah. the top, like you're like sitting there in that room that they created on the. I yeah. don't remember what it was, but like you can see yeah. the sky down there. Yeah. Like I'm like, whoa! That's, yeah. I mean. You, if you have vertigo, it's like... Oh, yeah, it's... Yeah. it's watch, watch it on the biggest screen you with the best to. sound that you possibly yeah. can. Don't wait to see this on, like, Netflix or Hulu or no. whatever or to watch it on your no. phone. In order to get... This is a, this is a movie that was made to be shown in Sound movie theatres. Oh, it yeah. was planned to be viewed in that format. So, seriously, I mean, Skyscraper... For me, this summer, so far, where we're getting, you know, close to the end of it now, Skyscraper, Nan-Man and the Wasp have been... The movies that I've had, I think, the most fun with and most enjoyed as far as summer movies go this year. Um, I mean, over at, you know, sort of April, May kind of time, but I just enjoyed these movies so much. Yeah, I had a good time. Just great fun. One thing I watched on Saturday, though, was um, Sorry to Bother You. Okay. Which came out last Friday. Um, That is a movie that absolutely took me by surprise. I mean, from the trailers, I wanted to see it anyway. My wife and I went, it was her choice last weekend. But that film is not what you expect it to be. That film, if you think it's just going to be like the trailers, that is that is just half of the story. Yes, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm glad because, you've seen it though. And I think that I think it's a movie that I. It's not one of my favorite movies of the year, but it's one of the movies I most support because I think the fact that you can make movies like Sorry to Bother You, mm-hmm. and get them in movie theaters, and the fact that they can go into the top ten of the box office, you can do something that is so crazy and so off the wall, and just to be honest with you, a little bit fucked up. And still audiences will support it. It's that kind of creative balls that I think we really need to be encouraging. And if you put your money behind these movies, I think Hollywood will refine and improve and still go out there with these crazy off-the-wall ideas and really put some of that creativity back in the multiplexes. That movie... I couldn't agree with you more. That movie is... I, I get what you're saying. I know there's like a lot of people have like issues with the movie. It's not a perfect film, no, but it's ambitious as hell and it's batshit crazy. And that's like the quote of this movie. I feel like everyone's saying that, but it's you bananas. Got, you gotta, you know, Boots Riley has created something mm. that is so out there and so different, and it, it makes statements about the world and society. Yeah. And I think it's such a bold movie. It's something that you cannot... Bold is a great way you to You can't compare this to any other film. No. It's It's really original. Yeah. And I think that's why I, I, I admire it so much. And I think that's what needs to be applauded. Yes. You yes. know, especially, especially, again, when I talk about the summer... Yeah. 
It's these films that bring diversity. It's these films that actually supplement box office. People don't understand this. People always think, yeah, we have to focus on the tent poles because they bring box office up. Yeah, but when the other studios, even with the smaller film, mm. can stay in theaters for a long period of time, whether it's, um, sorry to bother you, whether it's an RBG or a, do- a good documentary, Book Club, right? Book Club Book was Club. like, man, that, so, that changed everything I, this I summer. I can't believe that that movie's over $100 million. Even Ocean's Eight is done over a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but but these are the movies, right? That we sort of like. Once they're out and out of the top three, before it used to be top ten, then it went top five. Now it's pretty much top three. How about how we, about we the, forget about, how about them. the fact that Won't You Be My Neighbor right yeah. has been in the in the box office for the and last two weeks, that, that, and it, everyone is talking about it. Everybody talks about, but these supplement these yeah. raise box yeah. office and these. To the people who say that they're losing, that that it's down, that people don't go to the movies. No, these are the movies that yes. prove that people do go to the movies, that they do want something different. And it is a movie-going experience. It's, it's one of the few movies this year where I've literally sat there and gone, what? Yeah. <laughs> but, but for a good reason. Right. But for good reason, going, how, how, where did that come from? Yeah. It's Bat shit crazy. Yeah. And I'm not going to say I love the movie because I, I, I didn't love it, but I, I absolutely just had... It was just... I'm really <laughs> glad I saw it. Right. I, really, right. I, I came away with it with so many different things to just going on in my head. It was just refreshing. Nice. And I don't think you have to necessarily love a movie to come away and going, I enjoyed that. I really, I'm really glad I saw that movie. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes people get a little bit, you know, they have to, you have to be glad you've seen it if you love it. But well, it's like sometimes I see movies that I think are flawed, appre- but I'm really you can appreciate you can appreciate well, what they're doing. That's another thing yeah. that's happened with our movie going audiences today. When you oh, the movie's great. Everything no, not everything has to no, be great. I know. Why like, do people like, always have to say like, that? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like people will say, "What did you think of the movie?" Well, it wasn't that. It was it wasn't great. Yeah. Well, not every movie has to be. No. Skyscraper is not, not a great movie, right. no. but I will have fun watching it, and yeah. I will admit that's a fun time at the box office. Holy I crap, said the same thing time. about Jurassic World: Fallen. Yeah, great. That's not a great movie. No, but I had fun. Yes, they. Not every movie had you cheapen the word great. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. You keep on saying, yeah, "Oh, it was great," or yeah, "Yeah, well, it wasn't great." That puts a negative connotation on. Well, you could still have a good time. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. you know what? I don't want every movie to be perfect. I want nah. there to be room for improvement sometimes. I right. want to have things to be able to look at it and go, I loved 80% of it. Here are the things that I want to discuss that I didn't quite sit right And it'll with. make me appreciate a great 100%. movie when it comes out. Well, it's also, that was his Perfection's fir- boring. That was also his first movie, which is also yeah. crazy just to think about. Like how he was able to pull that off. And yeah. he, he worked with all these people in Oakland who he was friends with to, hmm. to make that movie happen. Yeah. That's like if you pitch that to a studio, yeah. people would be like, "No, no way whatsoever." No. But that man got that movie made. He 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 got his friends together. He's like, "You know what? You want to make this crazy movie with me?" And and people did. And do you know what? I, I I wish there were more studios that would kind of take take risks with storytelling. And I'm not saying every Hollywood movie should be like this, no. but I think just just be bold enough to take a few risks and Whoa. do something that is is off the wall, is that no one's done before, that isn't part of the formula, that's really unique, that makes, whether it works or whether it fails, just have 
the balls to do it. Have yeah. the confidence to do that. And that's why I always Audiences applaud. Audiences will appreciate that. Well, and that's why I applaud the A24s of the world, the Bleecker Streets, yep. the Neons, for, for, for being there to release those kind of films. Yep. Is every one of those movies going to be great? Yep. No. They're going to make a ton of money? No. But they're they're putting diversity in there, and they're offering the movie-going audience something different. Well, we, we're going to wrap this up, but okay. certainly for me, I mean, it was very much like you talk about A24. Hereditary was another movie that came out. A lot of people loved sure. it. I didn't love it. I absolutely respected artistically what he was trying Ooh. to do. And I think, no, I know, it's fine. I'm one of the dissenting voices on that. But I think Sorry to Bother You is something, is a different, completely different type of movie. But I also am like, massive kudos yeah. to what they what they did with that. So. Also, speaking of A24, yep. there's a movie called Eighth Grade. Which that I comes haven't out this seen. Week. I want to catch. And uh, you should definitely go see it. It's one of the best, and I mean best, and most realistic coming-of-age movies that I've seen in quite some time. And I know everyone says, like, every time a coming-of-age directorial debut. Yes. But this is just, it feels so authentic. Uh, My wife, Ashley, used to be a teacher. She hated the movie because she felt like it was way too realistic. (laughs) So, which we told the PR rep, and she said, this is the best bad review I've ever heard. So, (laughs) right. (laughs) Well, it would have been nice if one of the PR reps could have... uh... Invited me, but that's fine. <laughs> Hashtag Mission Impossible Fallout. But I'm seeing that next week. Well, week, <laughs> off, week after, I've got Comic Con next week. So uh, we are going to wrap I'll this up. Dimitri, okay. you are going to be doing Anatomy of the Movie. Anatomy this week. What are you the Movie. Uh, we are going to be doing Ant Man and Wasp. Yep. Can't wait to talk about that movie. And, and I believe uh, we're going to do a second one. Uh, we're going to talk about The First Purge. Fantastic. Yeah. And Scott, where can we find you? And what do you got this week? Sure. Um, fr- um, so today's Friday. Today is uh, Friday. Yep. <laughs> the 13th. S- Sunday, I will be on Black Tomatoes at 5 p.m. over on Black Hollywood Live. Could you, what is Black Tomatoes? Could you? It's just a movie. A like, it's kind of like a movie review talk Fair kind of thing, like where we're, we just analyze movies and we just do a brief rundown of everything that came out this week. All right. And um, it's me and Carla Renata, and we're going to be talking about all the movies that came out, of course, this week. So we'll be talking about Eighth Grade. We'll be talking about um, Skyscraper again in a little bit more detail. Um, We're also going to have an early look since the embargo is up on Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, Jack Dennis in the chat. One final thing from the guys in the chat. Are you going to be great? No. Will they make money? No. Talking about movies. Do you know what? This movie is making money. It's in the top ten of the box office. Yeah. And if you if you make it, sometimes they will come. But if yeah, you don't, true. we'll never know. No. Uh, my name is Simon Thompson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Showbiz Simon. There will be no Meet the Movie Press next week uh, because Scott and I are both going to be in Comic Con. If you are in San Diego and you see us, say hello, slap give us a wave. Slap their sweet asses. Slap us. <laughs> no, we do not concern that kind of behavior. But, uh, I, I do. But Just do, do it feel for me. free. To, <laughs> do it for to, me because I won't be there. Do feel free to say hello, give us a wave. Um, and uh, maybe buy us a beer. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for uh, tuning into the show. If you like it, please tell your friends, like, subscribe, comment. We love to chat to you uh, in the comments after the show. We really appreciate it. But please keep it civil. That is always appreciated. We are a friendly film community. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you after Comic Con. Until then, uh, go and watch some movies, isn't it? I'll miss you. There you go. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.